You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big Woo. Yo, what's happening? Good morning, Big Woo Radio listeners. We appreciate you joining us early er than usual for uh off topic sports show uh i've got some plans this evening won't be able to do it at six o'clock um so merry christmas to everybody happy birthday to me and tay tay thanks everybody for the birthday shout outs definitely appreciate you guys we got a lot to talk about this morning uh in the world of sports um Sorry if I'm coming off a little loud or a little hoarse and sounding funny. It was a long night celebrating my birthday. Uh, Again, thanks everybody for your lovely, lovely birthday shout outs. I love each and every one of you. Love you more than cooked food. Um, Like I said, we got a great show lined up for you. Hopefully the fellas will get in here. Donna's Donnie Martin, JB, Mr. 299, Big Les, James JT Thompson. But right now you got me, Corey Big Woo Woods. And uh, I'm going to send some uh, shout outs to my supporters and advertisers, starting with Wood Forest National Bank. Please go to woodforest.com. Men's Warehouse of Rock Hill, South Carolina. Yes, only in North Carolina. 24K Rise of Rock Hill, South Carolina. Go to 24KRise.com. TCB5400 Club at 5400 Nevin Road, Charlotte, North Carolina. Warren Publishing, Clover Parks and Recreations. Winthrop University, Clinton College. Porter Decals, the Hydrocephalus Association of America. Please go to nomorebrainsurgeries.org. Primetime Players Basketball, Coach Chris Thomas. To connect the group, Mr. Kevin Glover. The New Soul Music, Mr. Dark Eye. Black Toby Society, some guy named Jay. Uh, Spring Hill Credit Solutions, um, GraySheepDigital.com, Below the Deck, Mr. Nick Fultz, Enterprise Management, Tony Nicole, SMG, Mr. J. Locke, uh, Hats Off to You Couture, and of course, All About Us Radio. Thanks everybody listening live on BigWooRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store, and all our folks that search us out on the uh, iPhone podcast app, uh, just search out BigWooRadio.com. Uh, um, and a number to get in on the program 704-489-3316 or 704-489-3316 as we welcome in my man Big Les what's going on Big Les man you already know I got four letters to throw at y'all boy O-H-I-O two <laughs> games to go <laughs> two games to go to for what the championship you think y'all gonna win it all the two games to win the championship and two games is when you're going to be like next week the host of the show <laughs> out of Ohio <laughs> I don't know about don't that know. big list but you know good luck to you good luck to your boys and and things but um, I don't think they're going to get it done I think it's going to be between LSU and Clemson now I think Oklahoma going to get tossed in the mix since, since they won and Utah lost uh, I think uh, uh, Oklahoma gonna get thrown in the mix. I don't know if you know, if Oklahoma's gonna stand a chance against LSU or Clemson or even Ohio State for that matter. But Ohio State is undefeated, and they are playing lights out. Uh, 
So we'll see how it goes down, Big Les. Um, but we but, got you know. I think one of the things, real quick, I think Clemson and LSU are probably going to beat up each other. Yeah. And so Ohio State will probably have to play Oklahoma. So that may help. But I, I really see um, LSU as a front runner, man. I mean, I, they look tough. They are tough, um, man. They, they are tough. To beat, man. Even though Clemson did put up sixty-two points against uh, Virginia, that was a uh, well done on their part. But you know. Right. Virginia, I don't know about their defense anyway, but um, but we got a, a couple of things that I want to talk about today. Les, there was a, a gentleman named Bryce Brown for the NBA G League, main the main Red Claws, a team owned by the Boston Celtics. He went eleven for eleven from three point range. So we'll talk about him. Also, LBJ Jr. That's right, LeBron James Jr. Place for Sierra High School in California. He he can ball. The boy can ball. He is uh, living up to the name LeBron James Jr. Um, but is that too much pressure to carry that name? Why did Why did LeBron have the name of LeBron James Jr. Little Bronny? But um, we'll talk about that. Is Tom Brady done? Is he finished? Um, he's not looking very good. He's missing an open receivers, and then he's blaming the receivers. He's yelling at the receivers and things. And we gonna talk about LeBron. I mean, uh, T- Tom Brady, and should he be yelling at himself? I was I was looking at um, Michael Irvin this morning. Is like Tom Brady should be putting a mirror on the sideline and yelling at himself and telling him to find the open receivers. And of course, the Cowboys. Oh, they need to make some moves, man. They got things. They got they got problems, and and I don't know why they won't get rid of certain people. So we'll talk about that. Uh, and the game of the week is the Saints and the Forty ers and I think the Saints will finally show that the Forty ers are not all that, despite their record and despite their defense. I think they're going to have to. Uh, they're going to have to, you know. Do do more on offense if they want to beat the Saints, uh, and I don't think they got it in them. But let's start with the Bryce Brown uh, uh, in the NBA G League. Uh, my question to you, Big Les, is eleven for eleven from three point range um, is, and he scored. He ended up scoring like forty three points because he was killing it inside too. Two pointers, three pointers. It didn't make no difference. But let me ask you this, Les. I mean, it's it's the NBA G League. It's not even a D League. It's the G League. Uh, main Red Claws owned by Boston Celtics. How impressive is what Bryce Brown done in the NBA G League uh, to you? Is that impressive? Le- uh, 11 for 11. He didn't miss a three-pointer. He went 11 for 11 from three-point range. How impressive is that? Um. I mean, it's not really impressive if you don't do it consistently. Right. I mean, everybody's going to have a good game, you know. True. We've all had those games at the park where that one game where that day we just can't be stopped. Just can't you know? miss. Um, just can't miss, yeah. Yeah, you can't miss. Even the sorry dude have his day and everybody like, man, who got this dude? You know, so <laughs> right. um, I, I think it will, you have to see, you know, how consistent he's been throughout the season so far and what oh, he's okay. shooting total. You know, if he's, if he's been shooting 22%, and then all of a sudden he went 11 for 11. Well, that doesn't mean anything, you know. Right. You know, maybe he just got a touchback or whatever. But, um, but he let. But his performance, anybody that can do that for a game, it's a it's a great performance, no matter who it is. 
Yeah, see, I don't know. I don't know much about his, uh, you know, because ain't nobody, ain't nobody knew who he was until this. You know, he made, uh, and I might have to, I might have to look up his, his his stats and see what he's done throughout the uh, season. But I mean, I think you know, eleven for eleven is eleven for eleven. I mean, it's it's a good performance to me. Um, right, he's out of Auburn. Oh, okay, okay, he played in Auburn. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll see what is uh what 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 his uh, and he sets the record in a loss. On top of that, <laughs> they end up losing. Um, but you know. It's a uh, it's a good performance, nonetheless. Eleven for eleven. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's a what's the record. Do you know the record in the NBA for for threes in a game? Um, no, I do not. I don't but think anybody's. Always, I don't think anybody's has shot that many threes and not missed. You know what I'm saying? I don't, even right. I don't think that's ever. I don't think that's ever happened with that many threes. I, I know. I know. Guys go five for five, four for four, whatever, seven for seven, whatever. But I don't think anybody ever hit eleven three pointers without missing. Uh, I don't even think Steph Curry even done that. But I mean, that's that's good for him. Maybe he's a uh, maybe that's that can get him, you know, uh, a chance to get on the the, the NBA stage and, and prove himself. You know, it's it's a good look for him. Maybe you know some scouts start checking him out and see. What well, I think I think the most most threes made without a miss is by Latrell Sprewell. He hit nine in two thousand three. Oh, okay, okay. So eleven is very impressive, I guess. That's but, impressive. You know. That is impressive. I'm I'm trying to look him up, look up his uh, stats, but ain't much out here about him. His professional career. Uh, he just uh, it was let's see undrafted NBA uh, to the Sacramento Kings uh, joined the played in the summer league 2019 uh, and then followed by his perform uh, following his performance he was signed as an affiliate player to the main Red Claws of the G League. Um, so it looks like uh, in in school in Auburn, he led uh, the program in three pointers. So, you know, I mean, he's he's done it before. I mean, he's I guess that's his that's his thing. He's a three point threat. Uh, let's see, he was a SEC tournament MVP in 2019, two time second team All SEC 2018-2019. So this is actually his first year. Um, in the in the pros, or playing professional basketball, um, so maybe this dude got a future, man, at shooting guard. He's a shooting guard. Um, so that's what he does. Six foot three, hundred ninety eight pounds. Need to get your weight up, son. I guess this two hundred pounds is pretty good for a six three guy. Um, so. All right, good luck to that uh, that man, Bryce Brown. We'll keep an eye on him, see how he, he fares if he makes it to the league, the 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 real league. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, now to move on to, you know, another young man 
LeBron James Jr. He had a I, w- I watched the highlights of his uh, high school game and he can ball. He got he he can jump. And one of the commentators were saying that you know he had a better jump shot at his age than LeBron James did, which you know we all knew LeBron in high school wasn't much of a shooter. He was he was a he was a passer. He was a great passer. He was a um, great ball handler, and of course he could jump out the gym. But I'm asking you, um, Big Les, is is having is carrying the name LeBron James Jr. Is that a little too much pressure for the young man? I mean, he seemed to be handling it pretty well. He he, he can ball, that's for sure. Um, but do you think, you know, people are always going to look at him, are you as good as your dad? Are you as good as, you know, LeBron James? Just like when Michael Jordan's son played, it was always, you know, are you going to be as good as Michael? Are you going to be the next coming of Michael Jordan since your name is Michael Jordan? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so is that too much? Is that just too much for the for the young man? Well, it's only I think it's only too much if the person doesn't live up to that expectation. But mm-hmm. you got to also look at it the other way. If if they don't, then that's a whole other different spectrum that they have to look at too. Because they're always saying, "Man, your daddy LeBron James, and you balling like that." Yeah. You know, and I think I heard somebody say something too. Um, I think Richard Pryor's son was trying to um, was trying to make it as a comedian. Yeah, and I think one of the comedians was like, you know, if he if he probably would have used a different name and kept it low key, that that wasn't, you know, right. his, his right. father was not Richard Pryor. He probably could have had a career as mm. being a comedian, not maybe a top flight, but he could have he could have made money. But once he started using his father's name, then, you know, the expectations become much higher. Sure. You know, and people expect Richard Pryor. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know, but it's, it's only one Michael Jordan. It's only one LeBron James. And even LeBron James' son, they're going to always compare him. But, you know, I, if you live up to the expectations and people see how good you are, I don't think it's going to affect LeBron James' son as much because he can play. Right, right. You know. Uh, and, and and right now he can play in high school. Right now, you know what I mean. It's it's a it's a different animal once you start getting into the college level. And and uh, well, you ain't really got nothing to live up to in college. So the, he probably got that going for him. And and um, the the fact that LeBron didn't go to college, but if you make it to the NBA, now that's when you know. Are you as good as LeBron? Did you? Are you living up to the name? It's always going to be uh, a lot of pressure. And you know, if if he's got the same kind of mentality as LeBron has, you know, being you know ahead of his time. Because LeBron, let's let's face it, LeBron was way ahead of his time as far as the way he handled the media, the way he handled his business, the way he, you know, he was always ahead of his age i think as far as his mentality goes and so if if uh brawny if he has that same kind of mentality he pressure is not going to be anything to him because pressure was nothing to lebron james when he first hit the league he he almost had a triple double in his first game he ever played and that is like was ridiculous to me to have that much pressure all the way from your the uh, um, sophomore, sophomore in high school, 
is when LeBron first came on the scene, you know, hit the scene where, where he was this great talent in high school and they, they were televising his high school games and stuff like that on ESPN. It was like the 10th or the 11th grade. I'm sorry. It was, I think he was in the 11th grade. His 11th grade years when they, uh, actually started televising his games. So he had two years of this pressure go and then to go straight from high school to the, the NBA and not miss a beat. Like, like you just, you, you treating, uh, NBA grown, you, you treating grown ass men. Like you were treating guys in high school. And it was just the pressure. I just thought it would be too much pressure for him, uh, coming in and he wouldn't. And he came into the NBA dominated and never looked back. So, if if Bronny comes in with that kind of mentality, which I'm I'm sure he's getting uh, coached uh, or coached up and and taught well by LeBron, because he's you know LeBron spends a lot of time has spent a lot of time with his kids from you know from from day one for when they were born. So I I really believe I look forward to following his his career. And see if he's gonna come in and dominate like LeBron did. I don't. I don't know if he's gonna go straight from high school into the NBA like LeBron did. And I don't know if if LeBron would even encourage that. Um, because as good as I mean, as as well as he played in the game that I saw, um, you know, I don't know how well he plays consistently because he's got a lot of great uh, players on his team. I, I was watching his team play Sierra and out of Cal- out of California. And I think they're ranked eighth in the country and they got some ballers on that, on that squad. So he's not really standing out. Um, you're not really hearing a lot about him on a daily basis. Like was Le- LeBron or game by game basis, but this particular game, he stood out. And he, he, he made some great passes, uh, some great no-look passes. You can see his vision on the floor is good. So um, I just think over time, especially when he get into college and or getting in the pros, because he looked like he might be destined for the NBA. We shall see. But I just think the comparisons, it's just it will be too much pressure for me, you know, as a it, to, to try to live up to somebody who could be is recognized as the greatest basketball player in the game, you know, uh, next to Michael Jordan, you know, to be that, you know, to have that to follow as a LeBron James Jr. Um, I, I think he goes by Brawny uh, right now. So, uh, you know, maybe if if he can get away from, but he's not going to be able to get away from LeBron James Jr. It's just not going to go away. Um, but hopefully he he'll be able to carry the mantle, and uh, and and live up to the name. I just I just I just don't think LeBron should have named him LeBron James Jr. I I don't I don't think it I don't think he should have. What do, you, what do you think, Big Les? I mean, you all right with him naming him LeBron James Jr., knowing that he was going to have to live up to, you know, the name? Well, I, it, it probably wouldn't matter because by him playing basketball, his name could have been Leroy. And it's still going to compare him to LeBron James. You know, that's his daddy. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I, I think sometimes even even in just the neighborhood, if, if somebody's father was a good athlete yeah. and once people find out, you know, they'd be like, man, that's your daddy. And then they go, now they're looking at you 
to be as good as your daddy. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that's, I don't think it has anything to do with name. I just, the name, yes, it would draw attention. Yes, sure. because if he was probably, if he was probably Leroy James, then it may not, it, it, everybody wouldn't know. But yeah. word of mouth travel, man, they gonna know. Yeah. They gonna know. And you know, I think the one of the one of the kids that really did not live up to uh, expectation and probably didn't want nothing to do with it was a uh, uh, Magic Johnson's son, and he—I don't even think he, he's not even named Irvin Magic Johnson Jr. Is uh, I, I forget nah. uh, I forget Magic's son's name, but I mean it—I I think he kind of folded under the pressure and just <laughs> went to opposite ways like I'm being nothing like this man because it's just too much to deal with uh so not to say that yeah. that's why he became the 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 man he became but um I think I think he just didn't want anything to do with it at an early age he was just uh, you know over you know, being Magic Son. This is Magic Son. He's tall. He's gonna be. A, he's gonna be this. He's gonna be that. And I'm sure Magic wanted him to play ball, but his son ain't want nothing to do with it at all. Well, he he's actually he's playing ball all right. You know, he just plays with <laughs> he just plays with two instead of one. Shoot, hey man, he, kudos. He, he, hey, kudos. he's so he's so feminine. He make uh, Kimbo slice look like RuPaul. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> for, uh, for real! I mean, I, when I first when I first found out that you know Magic Sun was you know different, uh, I, uh, I I I was like, man, Magic has to be mortified. But you know, that's his son. He's gonna love him regardless. It's just you know being Magic Johnson, and then you have a son. You know the expectations you know the, uh, of of your son oh he's going to be the next magic John, you know it's, and then for for that to you know for it to turn out that that's not the case had to be had to be a little I, i'm i'm sure magic wasn't feeling it at all at first uh, and you can't oh, blame no. him you can't be mad you can't be mad at magic for that it's just you know you you have a son you expect certain things and and um you know, but ultimately you gotta. It's just, it's just, it's your kid. You gotta love them anyway, regardless of of that their choices. True. Yeah, regardless of their choices, whether they, whether they turn out to My be. My mother used to always tell me, "I don't, I don't like everything you do, but yeah. I will always love you." So, Absolutely. You know, it's, you know. I think a lot of times people go way overboard a lot with people speak out about, um, you know, all this gender change going on and things that. Because yeah. you don't agree with the act means that you don't like the person, and that's not true. I think we all, you know, there's no me discriminating against someone who is gay or wants to change gender is no different than me than me being discriminated because I'm black. Yeah, you, you know, all I want you to do is respect me. Just, that's just it. respect me as a human being and be fair. But you don't have to like me. Sure. You know, we all have drug addicts in our family, and Absolutely. we don't. You know, we, we, we don't say nothing when we don't let Leroy in our house because he's a crackhead and he steals from us. But if I say, well, I don't like, I don't like Jeffrey because he, you know, I don't, I don't dig what Jeffrey's doing because he's changing his gender. That's my opinion. But mm. now if I, if I mistreat him, then we have a whole nother different issue. There you go. There you go. It's about you know. treating people as humans first. First and foremost, you, go. you got to treat somebody as a human being. And you ain't gotta like them, 
You ain't even got to love them. But treat them with respect and don't bring harm to them. That's that's just the way right. humans should interact with humans and the world would be a better place. And don't be mad at me yes, just because I don't like Leroy because he a crackhead and he come in and he going to steal everybody. Done. Just because I don't like him like that. Don't be mad at me because I don't like him for that. Or don't be saying that I'm, you know, disrespecting or 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 uh, or, or bringing harmful intent to Leroy. I'm not going to do that. But I ain't letting him in my house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I can right. talk to Leroy out on the sidewalk. <laughs> Ain't got nothing That's to steal right. out give there. Give him all the love he needs. All give, the love he give him needs. a pound, a handshake. Absolutely. Maybe give him um uh the number to the uh drug abuse hotline or or, or point there him in the go. right direction for a shelter, you know, but you ain't coming in here, Leroy. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that, bro. Mm-hmm. 704-489-3316. This is an early edition of Off Topic Sports. Right now, it's just me and Big Les in the building. Uh, JT and Adonis and JB, it might have been too early for them. They might have had a long, long night last night. I know I had me a long night last night. Maker's Mark 46 is the truth, baby. I'm trying to tell you. It's the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> it, will get you, it will get you where you need to be on a Saturday night. That's for sure. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. When we come back, we're going to ask the question, if Tom Brady is done, what changes do the Cowboys need to make? And then, of course, the game of the week, uh, the Saints, the 49ers, uh, the 49ers, the real deal. They finally can replay a real team. Um, a team that has it together with a quarterback like Drew Brees, even though I know the people on the 49ers fans are probably saying uh, the 49ers uh, beat the beat the brakes off the, the, the Packers. But again, we're talking about a team that ain't really that good. I don't really have, they don't really had a receiving core like they had Aaron Rodgers talking about. He can see the 18th hole on the golf course of his career. Uh, so is that, really a team that you can hang your hat on 49ers i don't think so but the saints now you beat the brakes off the saints at in new orleans now i gotta change my opinion of you you know but we shall see i don't think the 49ers are all that but we'll be right back thanks for joining the off topic sports early edition uh here on big wood radio we'll be right back after this don't go anywhere Hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Woo Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com slash shop slash hats off to you, Couture. Officially endorsed by Big Woo Radio. Radio. Ooh, baby, we about to get freaky. What you got here? It's the Love Lasso, the ultimate adult sex toy. Oh, I like that. For couples, surely, to help you and your partner reach your ideal climax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, fellas. Giving you that extra grip and bringing her closer to you as you're spreading them lips. Ooh, now that's what I'm talking about, baby. Mm-hmm. Soft to the touch, lightweight and flexible. The love lasso is also washable. Comes in red, black, pink, and white. Mm-mm. Let's get the bedroom jumping right. Give me the love lasso, baby. I'm ready. Boy, you so crazy. 
go to thelassocompany.com and order yours. Tell them Nayana Renee sent you. Ooh, baby, this is going to be so much fun. Ooh, put your leg through here. Put this around your neck. Oh, yeah, right there. Go to thelovelassocompany.com to order your love lasso today. Yo, what's up, family? This is Corey Big Woo Woods from Big Woo Radio here to talk to you about Gray Sheep Digital. That's right, Gray Sheep Digital. G R E Y Sheep Digital. Gray Sheep Digital is a digital marketing agency that helps your business attract attention in a very noisy world. They specialize in website optimization, social media growth, marketing videos, and brand awareness. So if your business is having problems with the website, the way it looks, sometimes we don't get that professional look like we want, or if you're having trouble being seen on social media, give my man Marcus Woodard, the owner and digital strategist, a call at 704-626-1599. Again, that number is 704-626-1599. You can also hit them up on Facebook and Instagram at Gray Sheep Digital. That's G-R-E-Y Sheep Digital. You'll be glad you did. And make sure you tell them Big Woo sent you to get the friends and family discount. Listen to Big Woo Radio. I want y'all to to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the program. 704-489-3316. That's how you get in. 704-489-3316 704-489-3316 Got my man Big Les in the building What's happening Big Les? What's happening? Feeling good, feeling good from OHIO Boy, I just hey. had to say that one more time The oh, whole state's yeah. feeling wonderful today <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely uh, They are uh, sitting pretty on top of the college football playoff poll uh, Sitting at number one Deservedly so uh, twelve, uh, twelve and zero record, man, and won the uh won the conference championship. Uh, it was it yesterday, right? Yeah, yesterday they yeah, they yesterday. beat Wisconsin. Yep. You know, pretty pretty handedly. They had a great second half. Came out and handled business against Wisconsin. I mean, congratulations to Wisconsin for making it that far. But you ran into a buzzsaw that was called Ohio State Buckeyes. And, uh, they handled their business, so we'll see where they go from here. Um, if they're going to make it to the championship, I mean, all roads go through Ohio State, bro. That's the way it goes down. And speaking of all roads going somewhere, uh, normally all roads to the NFL championship in uh, uh, Super Bowl, all roads usually lead through Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots, but. They they look a little um um soft nowadays. They don't look like their normal self. They don't they're not really running away with the division. I mean the Buffalo Bills are are hanging in there trying to finally 
knock off the New England Patriots. I mean, Tom Brady sitting here at 85 years old, still playing. (laughs) But Father Time catches up with all the great ones eventually. Now, not to say that Tom Brady's been a great athlete at quarterback, you know, at all. Uh, everybody knows, you know, his athleticism is not that great. So now, now he's, you know, he, he he's lived off of his decision making and, and being able to get the ball to the open receiver. But as you look at Tom Brady, as you go back and you look at look at film and you know what's wrong with Tom you know what what's going on and and he's just he's just throwing the ball to the wrong receiver and sometimes to the wrong team um uh he's not putting up a lot of numbers um he's he's usually a a you know 2 to 300 yard uh, passing quarterback per game you know and and you know he's went uh, three or four straight games without a touchdown pass. Uh, what, Tom Brady? So my question to you, Big Les, is Tom Brady? Should this be his last year? Should he? Should he throw in the towel? Is he done? Big Les, you there? Oh, I thought I got lost. Lost Big Les. There you go. He's calling back. Uh, got you back, Big Les. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard your question, then, I don't know, flatline. Oh, okay. Um, he was asking me if this would be his last year. Yeah. See, he'd be done. Um, well, I, I think we all knew that this was coming. I mean, most of us wanted it to come a little more, a little earlier than what has come. Yeah. But um, I, it's hard to say right now. You know, he could be injured, unknowing to us. Um, and at 40, how old is he? 42? 42, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, 42. So injuries at 42 hurt a lot different mm. than they do at 22. And when your mind is like, well, that's just a little knee, whatever, whatever, yeah. I'll just shake it off. You can't. They start They start hanging on to you a little bit longer. And so um, he's definitely not the same dude that he was. Mm. But he's better than most guys that's in the league. So – I think once again it's a it's a wait and see thing, but um, I could say yeah, and then he shoot he may go on the tear the next few weeks. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, I mean just to, just to go through a couple of games, his last the last three games, his completion percentage has been below sixty. I mean against the Eagles, fifty five point three. Against the Cowboys, forty five point nine. Against the Texans, fifty one point one. Although he did throw for three hundred and twenty six yards and three touchdowns against the Texans. Um he threw for uh hundred and ninety yards and one touchdown against the Cowboys, two hundred and sixteen yards and no touchdowns against the uh Eagles. That's just the the last three games. Um and he he turned forty two on August third. Born August third, nineteen seventy seven. Tom Brady. So uh, and and speaking of his athleticism, I mean his forty yard dash time was five point two. Five point two eight. That's pretty that's pretty slow. <laughs> I mean 
I, you know, but uh, you know, a lot of quarterbacks ain't really that fast. So I mean, he's got that, but he's just really not that athletic at all. Um, yeah, Father Time never loses. I mean, once you know, forty two years old, that's that's damn good to be playing at his at this level at that age. I give him that. You know, you got to be that. So I don't know if it's that TB twelve, whatever he used, and I don't know what it is. Giselle bunching, keeping him going. I don't know what's going on with Tom Brady. How he can do what he's doing? Because not many. I think he's the only person, only quarterback to play. At this age, at this level, at this age, I mean, it's, it's you know, kudos to him. But I think, I think it's time, and it's not like I said, he's not ever been the most athletic uh, quarterback in in uh, in the game. So, uh, if your decision making is 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 getting a little shady, uh, and and you're not throwing to the right quarterback you can't really be on the sidelines telling receivers to run faster (laughs) run faster tom come on man i mean and you can't be pointing uh it's this one highlight they showed tom pointing at the receiver to go one way and and then he threw it the same at the same time almost simultaneously to him pointing so i don't even know if the receiver even saw him point to go a, a, a certain way but I just get sick and tired of these analysts, these football analysts that blame the receiver when Tom Brady is not throwing it to the right guy. You're not throwing it to the right, the open man. So don't be on the sidelines yelling. And I know you got the the five rings or six rings, however many rings you got. I know you got the rings. I know you got the, you know, the, you're going to get the benefit of the doubt when the, the, the receivers aren't playing well or aren't catch, catching the ball or whatever. But if you're not throwing it to the right receiver, the, the open receiver, that's kind of your fault. So, again, a big lesson, my, my question to you is, is, is Tom Brady – Getting too much of a pass, even though I mean he's he is the great one. He's probably gonna go down as the greatest quarterback of all time, um, for a long time. And but does does he still uh, have the right to to t- tell receivers to be faster, to be better, to be you know when he himself is not doesn't seem to be accountable for his mistakes. Well, I think, I think one thing, um, it's okay to point out people's mistakes, but once again, you gotta, you gotta look back at yourself. Like you said, um, I'm pretty sure it, um, the receivers probably have got to be running the, the route because if they wasn't running the right route, you would hear about it. You know, it wasn't a problem early in the season. It wasn't a problem when they was playing the Steelers. Right. They was running the right route then. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, and if you go to practice every day, you work on the same routes. Hell, it's only so many routes that you can run, and you know they go through practice every day, and they work on these routes. So, what changed? If the receivers are running the same routes that they yeah. were running before. So, um, you know, it's, 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 I kind of figured it was catching mid-season. Yeah. Whenever it caught him, you know, just not sure when. But um he he's he's slowing down. And either he has to either he's made his last adjustment or he has another adjustment in him 
to be able to change at 42 years old. Right. Um, they they are really doing something that they uh, the, I'm talking about the New England Patriots. They're really doing something that they never really had to do before, and that's rely on your defense and your special teams because your offense is not getting it done. Uh, Gronk is not coming through that door, you know, and that's for the past few years. That's what he's leaned on Gronkowski and um, and um, the other receiver uh, Edelman, Julian Edelman. And so I think Element is playing today, and Muhammad Sanu is playing today. So um, those are some weapons that he didn't have. I think he didn't have in the last game against the Texans. You're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. You got that's you got to put up numbers to to play with the, to to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's what they're going to have to do. So Tom again, you know, he's got two of his big weapons back. And we'll see if that changes things um, because, you know, Kansas City's defense ain't never been nothing to brag about. And, and, and they, they give up some points. So I, I expect this to be a pretty high-scoring game. But I got Kansas City uh, winning this game uh, at least by uh, either a touchdown or a field goal. Um, I think it's going to be close, like I said, since, since – uh, since he's got his weapons back, but I, I just can't see them beating Kansas City, and and it's hard to it's hard to go against New England and Belichick to lose back to back games. That's not something that they that they do. They don't lose back to back games. But I believe this is going to be one of those games that they that they lose um, to the Kansas City Chiefs, and then I mean that's that's not it. They they got uh, uh, the Bills coming up. I mean, they do have a, a game that they'll be able to bounce back, even if they lose this game. They'll be able to bounce back because they got the um, the Bengals. I do, yeah, the Bengals after the, after the Chiefs. So, so that that should be a win for New England. I mean, I, I would definitely say they are in the dumps if they if they lose to the Chiefs and then lose to the Bengals, even though. I mean, they are playing uh, the Bengals on the road. And then they got the, the Bills at home and then the Dolphins at home. So, and then you can say what you want about the Dolphins, uh, but f- for some odd reason, the Dolphins played the, the the Patriots really well sometimes. Now, they did lose 43 to nothing in the beginning of the season, but everybody know the Dolphins were just just crap. Uh, and they, they, they continue to be crap, but, but, uh, I, I look for them to play the New England Patriots at their last game very well. Even if the Patriots have all their starters in, I don't, you know, I don't even know uh, if they, because uh, let's see, the, with the Bengals, if they lose to the Chiefs, that'll that'll put them at uh, uh, ten and three, um, and if they they gonna have to play the Bills. They're going to have to play against the Bills tough because uh, the Bills are still fighting for this division. So that's going to be – they're going to have to play their starters there. So if they beat the Bills, they may not even play everybody uh, against the the Dolphins, especially Tom Brady. Tom Brady's been taking a lot of uh, practices off um, due to his – number one, his age. Number two, his – uh, uh, just just trying to get get the old man some rest, 
you know, um, so he hasn't been practicing more than usual. So that's another reason I was like, and he's not getting that time with his receivers that he normally would get. So I think that's another reason why he may even decide to shut it down because he's not getting to practice with his uh, receivers like he normally would. And I know Tom Brady is a, a competitor and he wants to, you know, every edge possible. Obviously, because you know they deflate the balls, they do, uh, they tape people. Um, so they they've been caught cheating two or three times. But um, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I get it, uh, New England Patriots fans. Don't be mad. Uh, y'all just cheaters. Uh, but I think that's another reason that he will decide to give it up because he can't get the edge um, and get that practice time with the receivers, and he's not going to want to uh, go out like that. You know, go out on top. If they if they win a Super Bowl, I guarantee, as much as he say he want to play, I guarantee he quits or he, he retires uh, because that's what he should do at this point. You win another Super Bowl, and which will be back-to-back championships. Go out. Go out on top, man. Why, why, why force it? Why go into another year playing mediocre and getting beat up and all that? But. Then again, somebody say, well, you, he won the Super Bowl. Maybe he can go for a third one if they, if they got the team to do it. But, you know, we shall see. That's Tom Brady. That's, uh, that's the, the GOAT. Everybody want to call him the GOAT. I don't I don't like to call him the GOAT because he, no, he ain't got no athleticism. I call him the most accomplished quarterback in, our, in, our, in the game. That's what I call him, not the GOAT. He's the most accomplished. He's got the most jewelry. So, speaking of jury, my Cowboys with five five rings, you know, ain't one in 20-some-odd years. But we do still have five rings, and we are still America's team. But, it's a big but, but our owner is an idiot. Because, for the simple fact, that he will not let his nephew go. He will not fire his nephew. He should have been fired. Take a take a page out of David Tepper from the Carolina Panthers. Take a page out of his book. He was like, you lost to Washington. That is a bridge too far for me. You got to go. Ron Rivera got to go. So Ron Rivera's fired by the by the Carolina Panthers. Perry Fuel, a local local guy uh here in Charlotte, uh went to uh South Point High School in uh, Belmont, North Carolina, born in Cramerton, North Carolina, right up the road from Charlotte, North Carolina, is now uh, in charge of the team. So I I say to you, Jerry Jones, be smart. You're, you're a smart businessman. You know this is bad business. This is bad business right now. You got to let... Uh, Jason Garrett, he's got to go. The, your defensive coordinator got to go. You got, we got two defensive coordinators. It don't make no sense. Don't nobody have that. Don't nobody do that. No team does that. You got two defensive coordinators. Why? Why? That is just dumb to me. So not only should do I think the the the, the head coach should go. Even though we're, matter of fact, this is the perfect time to do it. We're still in first place. We still have a chance. 
Now, if the Eagles win today, then they're they're in first place. But we still have a chance. We just got to beat the Eagles. We just got to beat the Redskins. And we got the Rams. Rams are beatable. Eagles are definitely beatable. And the, 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 the Redskins are definitely beatable. So why let this coach ruin it? We should have beat Chicago. We should have beat the, the Patriots. These games were winnable games. We got the talent. We just don't have the coaching. Big Les, my question to you is. Yes, sir. Uh, is Jerry Jones making a mistake by keeping um, um, Jason Garrett on on the as, as head coach, or should he just let him go and finish the season since since his contract is going to be up, and then he can save face and say he didn't fire his nephew, uh, or should he just go ahead and fire him now with three games left on a, on a, on a docket? I, I think I think one thing that that may be Dallas's biggest hang up. It may not be the coaching as much as it is the owner. Mm. And so, you know, you can keep trying to get, you know, if you keep bringing coaches in there, but you still have the same mentality as the owner and he's doing the same thing and he's not changing, you know, then you're not going to have much change. You know, something had to happen because Dallas came out, you know, the first in week, first three weeks, they were gangbangers. You know, they yeah. were looking good, and everybody was like, uh-oh, but what, you know, what changed? And so, you know, some, I don't I don't know. Like, I, it's hard to say because we don't know the dynamics of Jerry Jones and Garrett. Like, what's, like, maybe Garrett wants to do, you know, hypothetically, I'll just say, maybe Garrett wants to run this certain defense or wants this certain player, and, and, and the owner's like, Nah, we're not going to do that. I want to do it this way. But you're not the coach. So won't you, if you got to hire him, let him do what he's supposed to do. Right. So, and that could have been the fallout of why Jimmy Johnson left, you know, sure. or they had a disagreement or whatever that happened, or, you know, whatever happened between them. Oh, absolutely. So, there's no there's no secret about that. They, they did not get along. They did not see eye to eye. Jerry Jones wanted to do things differently than Jimmy Johnson. So we understand that that was – why that was a fault, why they fell out and, and why, um, right. why he didn't keep, um, oh shoot. Um, uh, turn the, the, the coach for Jimmy Johnson, but also when, um, what was the, the, the coach from the giants came over Parcells, Bill oh, Parcells. Yeah. yeah. So that's why he didn't keep Bill Parcells. Cause Parcells wasn't going to put up with that, you know? And so right. Parcells moved on. And then he got rid of another coach that wouldn't that, that wouldn't play ball with him until he finally got Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett had two years of an offensive coordinator under his belt with the Miami Dolphins, where he sucked, and then he became head coach or offensive coordinator for us, where he sucked, and then he became head coach for us, where he sucks. I mean, he's have he has mm-hmm. a history of sucking, and and and, and the only reason you keep him is because. He's like a nephew to you, or like a like a a, a son to you, because uh, uh, Jason Garrett's dad worked for uh, Jerry Jones for like twenty some odd years. So Jason Garrett been uh, around uh, Jerry Jones for all his life, pretty much. 
And so you just don't get rid of him. So you just, I believe what's going to happen. He's going to let him finish out the season. His his contract is going to end. He's not going to uh, re-sign him uh, or extend his contract. And then he can go walk off into the sunset uh, with Uncle Jerry and probably be there. Probably He probably put him at head of football operations or something stupid. Um, but I think this is gonna. He's gonna stay amongst the the Dallas family and 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 and, and just keep ruining it. So basically, the the Cowboy fans. This is what you have to look forward to: more Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett, whichever way it go. Whether Jason Garrett is the head coach or not, but we got to deal with Jerry Jones until he dies. Because he's not he's not going to sell the team. He's not going to give control over to um, uh, his son Steve like everybody thought he would. They they think Steve is in control, and then he might be picking the draft picks. But outside of that, he he has no power. Jerry Jones has all the power. Right. Jerry Jones is the owner. He's going to be around, and 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 he probably's not going to die. That's the, that's the he he's so stubborn he won't die. <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be the yeah. owner. He's gonna he gonna even if from his deathbed or, or or from you know from his sick bed he's still gonna be calling shots from the bed. So it's not we we. we I hate to say this, Cowboy fans, if you're wanting something different, if you're wanting something to change, if you think something's going to be different, something's going to change, it's not going to happen um, as long as Jerry Jones is there. So either find another team or, you know, suffer because this is, this is just insufferable to me. Um, I, just, I just can't deal with this anymore, this mediocrity. It's just the team is so good. We got the we got the one the top one of the top running backs in the in the in the game. The defense was was lights out last year and the beginning of this year, and then all of a sudden nothing because you can't have two defensive coordinators. You can't you can't have two bosses. It doesn't make any sense. No. You you got one guy calling nope. the play, another guy over there calling the shots. It's like no, it's not gonna work. Just like when we had the two line linebacker situation with Sean Lee and Vanderesh uh sharing time. That's like having two quarterbacks. It's like two quarterbacks. It's not it doesn't work. Not in the not in the NFL. So it'd be like you know, Dak Prescott and our backup quarterback sharing sharing plays. One come in and, and run two plays, another come in and run two plays, or another one run one drive and another one run another drive. That's it don't work that way. It's never going to work. And as long as we keep doing that, we're screwed. Our defense is gonna be screwed and and the, now the whole team is screwed. So there you go. Cowboy fans, fine. No, my, my my final decision on this is <sighs> find another team. That's that's it. Find another team. Speaking of another team, the 49ers and the Saints are squaring off today. And I believe, and I'm going to ask Big Les what he thinks about uh, the 49ers being the, are they the real deal? I mean, of course, again, Bill Parcells said you are what your record says you are. And the 49ers are, I believe, 10 and 2. And but 
to me, they haven't really played anybody. I don't think they've played anybody, to be honest with you. But um, we shall see what happens with the 49ers and the Saints. Big Les, who you got? Man, you know I'm rolling with the Saints. I said from the beginning of um, when we when the season kind of started, especially late, late, that I've gone with the Saints. I think they're probably the best team in the in the NFC, and they're playing with, on a mission because of what happened to them last year. Yeah. Um, I think behind them, behind them would be the Seattle Seahawks, and then probably the San Francisco 49ers. Um, so I I think New Orleans is very hard to beat at home. Yeah. And so that's going to play a big factor um, to them today. And I think that's going to play the big factor in this game because I think the winner of this game would definitely have a one-game lead and the tiebreaker uh, for home field advantage if it comes down if they end up with a tiebreaker because I think they both teams have to have two losses. Yeah. So um, Drew Brees is lights out. He's still playing at a high level. Um their receiving core and the way they share the ball and move the ball, I, I think that um, the only way San Francisco could win, they got to get the Drew Brees, and they got to be able, they got to be able to score the ball. You know, so yeah, we'll we'll definitely see. But I'm going with the Saints, man. Me, too. I am too. I'm, I'm going with the Saints as well. Um, and and this is why. I mean, if you look down the 49ers schedule, I know the 49ers fans are not going to like to hear this, and they you got to play who's in front of you. you can't hear me. But they played the Buccaneers one, the Bengals and one, the Steelers and one, the Browns and one, the Rams and one, Redskins and one, come on, Panthers and one, Cardinals and one by three. Um Seahawks, they lost. They ran into a team. They lost by three. They played the Cardinals again one by ten. Played the Packers and one. Um, and Packers was supposed to be all that. Then they played the Ravens and lost. So, I mean, out of that out of that schedule so far. The only team that was even worth mentioning that they beat was the Packers. And we we know the Packers ain't really all that. So, I mean, you got the Saints. I think they're going to lose. They, they're at home to the Falcons. That's a winnable game for them. I mean, the Falcons have been playing well. They're in a four-game winning streak. And then they got the Rams again. They got the Seahawks. Uh, so they the, the 49ers have really benefited from a good schedule, and that's why I think next year, I mean, I don't know what their schedule is next year, and that's why I made the prediction of them being a 6-10 and 10 team next year. I mean, just think if you'd have had to play um, good teams. <laughs> I mean, just think if you'd have had the Chiefs on your schedule. Just think if you'd have had even the Patriots on your schedule. If you'd have had the, you know, they benefit from a good – uh, a, a, a easy schedule, and they tied. Well, they're in second place in their division because the Seattle Seahawks is playing lights out, and they ten and two as well. Um, so I think it's going to be tough. I don't. I don't think they're going to win a playoff game. I, I don't. I don't think they're going to win. I don't, I can't see them beating a team in the NFC. Um, that has a that has a good record or a winning record. Um, and it may be the Cowboys that they that they end up facing if they win the division. So we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I don't think the Forty ers are all that good. Um, they're gonna have to be better on offense for sure. Um, the defense, I agree. The defense has been playing great against 
bad teams. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but that's all the time we got today. Big Les, man, appreciate you joining us. I wish the other, the fellas could have gotten him, but um, that's cool. I know it was early for him, but um, we'll we'll check him out next Sunday. We'll be back again. Plus, just Tuesday, join us on um, Bruliana's show with uh, Nyana Renee and JB Mister Two Ninety Nine. We'll be back at you on Friday on the Florida Poetry Show with uh, me. Nima Shining Star L and James J.T. Thompson. Uh, now on Tuesdays, don't y'all let the kids be listening. Don't let them slide mm-hmm. in and listen on Tuesday. That's parentally discretion, parental discretion strongly advised uh, for Tuesday. You know how we get down over there, big list. We we got no holes barred. Yes, <laughs> we don't have no senses. <laughs> uh, but that's it. So, big list, what you got going on, man? What you going to be doing today, rest of the day? And I'm going to chill out a little bit, man. I'm going to probably watch the games, man, get ready for these last two weeks of work and enjoy my three-week break coming. Oh, wow. Uh, before nice. I go, man, I want to say something to, to all the ladies and, and guys too, man, if whoever's listening. Man, please be diligent about watching uh, your your cousins, your aunts, your sisters, your mothers. Um, this sex trafficking thing, man, is off the charts. And yeah. now – they're taking um they got like old women getting involved in what they're doing they're they're giving people like fragrances and oils and stuff and they're asking them to try it and they're putting a little dab on their skin and it knocks them out mm. so and wow. then so they're waiting in the parking lot trying to trying to take people even to the point where you know they may even start using little children to lure you in um and it's bad because it makes it you know, you can't trust people to help people with that really probably need help because one day it may be a little boy or older lady that really needs help. And we're not going to help them because for the fear of all this, this exactly. stuff going on, man. Exactly. So exactly. young ladies out there, man, please get you a can of mace, get you some anything. When you walk into your car at night, have your hand on the panic button of your car. Yeah. That way, if you do or something jump off or somebody standing near your car, you can hit the panic button and it sounds an alarm that will draw attention to your situation but especially yep. during this christmas season man because they are out here so please brothers and sisters man we got to look out for each other and i don't i don't want to i don't want to hear about no more of us getting taken or anything like that man we got to yeah. be looking out for each other we need our sisters man absolutely man be careful out there this christmas holiday be careful um so with that big less i appreciate you again everybody enjoy yes, your sir. sunday have a happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Do your shopping, but be safe. We'll catch you on Tuesday on the uh, Bruliana Show. So, on behalf of my man, James J.T. Thompson, Donna's Donnie Martin, J.B., Mr. 299, Nima Shining Star L, the Poetic Goddess, Nayana Renee, Big Les, Lil Bucky, Spicy Yo, Bigger, Kendra D., all about us radio. Big Woo Radio. I'm Big Woo. This Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. Contamination. The game is full of garbage. Nothing about it. This motivate. I listen to your bars. I'm disappointed in y'all. Thought y'all was working. Can't believe what I walked in on. When I came through that door, folks said it at 94. Told my brother, everybody know that man got flow. You're a force to be reckoned with. The beast is dated, but they raise a sharp flow. Believe it, decapitating. You debated if you had a different opinion. Like, are you You're listening, listening to Big Woo Radio? Believe in this.
the scene. But even when I put the 